Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We all should feel better today. A couple of days ago, a Connecticut woman and her daughter pleaded guilty to charges stemming from when they entered the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th riot by supporters of, uh, you know, Donald Trump. Uh, Gene Lavin, 57, and Carla Krizwicki, 20, both of Canterbury, Connecticut, pleaded guilty to parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Now, they acknowledged climbing a bicycle rack to get inside the U.S. Capitol where they were spotted walking around. The mother and daughter were arrested in September after an unidentified tipster told the FBI that Kriswicki posted two photos on Facebook of herself and her mother outside the Capitol and of the scene inside the building. Now, she said that she removed the photos after she realized the seriousness of the entirety of the situation, the seriousness of the situation. The two uh, said they traveled to Washington, D.C. on a bus trip from Norwich to hear Trump speak, originally faced uh, four crimes in connection with the breach, including entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds uh, and disorderly conduct in a Capitol building. She acknowledged she walked into the building with a sign that read Trump won on one side and don't allow seven states of cheaters to hijack our election on the other. She told the U.S. District Court judge she made the signs for the former president's rally and carried them inside because she didn't have a safe place to keep them. Well, thankfully, they've pleaded guilty. I'll tell you that. We went along with the crowd. We didn't have the mob mentality like others there. The women have agreed to pay $500 in restitution to the architect of the Capitol to help pay for the nearly $1.5 million in damage they claim to the building. And they're scheduled to be sentenced on April 22nd, where they face a maximum of six months in prison, up to five years probation, and up to $5,000 in fines. So I don't know how they can still be out walking around right now, but they are. So keep your head on a swivel until April 22nd. But I think we can all breathe easier now that uh, Gene and Carla have pleaded guilty to parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. I, I feel better. I'll tell you that. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You realize that there's a way to invest in blue chip art. You know, when I was young, I was told that America was a free market economy and everyone had the same opportunities. It turns out that's a little misleading. 
and new research shows that there's insider trading going on everywhere. In 2021, 52 congressmen violated insider trading rules, and Wall Street execs have exchanged trade secrets at the golf course for decades. No wonder over 50% of Americans, uh, 50% of American investors, think the stock market is rigged. Actually, there's another market dominated by the, uh, the hoity-toit insiders that most Americans are completely unaware of, the global art market. The rich, you know, the hoity-toities, quietly trade more than $60 billion worth of art every year. That's because some blue-chip art can appreciate substantially over time. In fact, blue-chip art pieces outpaced the S&P 500 since 95. Now, typically, you'd probably need tens of millions of dollars to invest in Picassos and Warhols, but a new alternative investing platform called Masterworks has finally leveled the playing field. They let regular folks like you and me invest in the same art collected by the mega billionaires, the hoity-toits. Over 295,000 investors have signed up and some of their paintings have sold out in hours. They're giving you, the Chewing the Fat audience, priority access to their newest offerings. Just go to masterworks.art slash jeffy to get started masterworks.art slash jeffy you can obviously see all the disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer but this may be a way for you to make a couple of bucks on blue chip art masterworks.art slash jeffy masterworks.art slash jeffy okay another arrest that uh, should make us all feel better uh, we've arrested a foot relaxed spa worker in Houston for alleged prostitution. Apparently, she offered sex uh, and or sex acts. Not real. <laughs> she allegedly offered sex and or sex acts for a for a fee. Isn't that what you do uh, at the foot relaxed spa? On uh, 200 block of Cypress Wood Drive. Okay, so this cannot be a real story. All right, I want it to be real, and I, you know, maybe it is. I just, I, you know what? I'm going to say no, no, it's not a real story. Okay, it's made up. All right, because first of all, the spa is located on Cypress Wood Drive. All right, the person who was supposedly arrested, a 45 year old female, is in the story named Hung Yu. Sorry, no. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe that this person named Hung Yu, H-O-N-G-Y-U, is offering sex and or sex acts for a fee at a foot-relaxed spa on Cypress Wood. No. I just don't. I just don't. Okay. So apparently, if this is true, she was, you know, booked into Harris County Jail and charged with prostitution. And her bond was set at $100. Okay. No, it cannot be real. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't believe that a sex or a sex acts for a fee at a foot relaxed spa on Cypress Wood happened from Hung Yu. 
No, I just, I, I don't believe it. Okay, so let's move, move on. Uh, when does pay it forward stop? You know, I thought about this a couple of times, uh, you know, when you pull up and, and I have actually done it a couple of times where you're in the drive-thru and, you know, you buy a, a coffee or an ice cream cone or whatever you're getting at whatever drive-thru you're at. And, you know, you say, hey, you know, whatever the person behind me uh, bought, I'll pay for. And you're in hopes that the person isn't paying for a wedding at the drive-thru, right? I mean, you're hoping that that person is, you know, I know you want to be nice and it's okay. But in the back of your mind, you're kind of thinking, yeah, you know, at least if if it comes back like, okay, well, they just ordered dinner for 80. Uh, you might, you know, think twice about that. But I see a story where a guy got all wound up because he was going through Starbucks and he broke the pay it forward streak. So apparently there was 23, it was a 23 car chain of pay it forward. And so he got up to the window and he had his $6 coffee and they said, Hey, we're doing a pay it forward chain and you're, you know, there's 23 cars that have done it and we want to keep it going. Do you want to pay for the car behind you? And, uh, the answer was no. Um, the person behind me or the person behind that person was 46 bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, know, I don't want to do that. Not today. I barely want to spend my six bucks on my Starbucks coffee. Okay. Or whatever I got, whatever latte cream, the, the whatever that I got today for six bucks. Uh, I, I'm not going to pay the $46 for the car behind me. No, thank you. And, you know, I, they, he was trying to make a big deal. Obviously, he's, you know, a social media TikToker. So he's looking for, you know, comments and views. And, uh, you know, so others say, hey, uh, you know, quit being guilted into doing it. You're supposed to do it out of being nice. No question about it. Plus, you know what? Um I would say that the amount does matter unless you're in a really good, you know, if you're in a good place and you feel like, you know what, today is a good day. And no matter what it is, I don't care. I don't care what, I don't care if it is a, a wedding order behind me, I'm paying for it. That's great. And that's on you, but to be, feel like you're forced into it at the drive through because they don't want to break the chain. Yeah, no, I'm not paying for the 43 bucks for the guy behind me. Okay. Give me, my $6 cappuccino, and then we're moving on, okay? The chain has now been broken. Tell you what, I'll pull up. I won't pay you the $6. Ask that guy that's spending the 43 if he wants to pay for me and my 6 bucks, okay? And then if he doesn't, I'll pay. I'll drop, pull around, and I'll pay you the 6 bucks, okay? But if he does, then we're good, and your chain is still going. But I'm not paying for it, okay? Beep, beep. All right, before we head into the break room, I just want to say that, yes, technically I am still positive for COVID. So I'm broadcasting from the, uh, you know, the COVID-19 quarantine bunker. But, uh, you know, I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm over it. My wife is, you know, tested positive. So we'll see. We can't find a test anywhere. You can go to the free places and get the tests and they don't have any of the quick tests. They, you, they have to wait for three to five days they're so backlogged but nobody has the uh 
the quick test. I made a huge mistake when I purchased the quick test on Saturday. I called the pharmacy goes, yeah, we got them. And so I went and I bought one. And each box comes with two tests, right? And they limit you to purchase two boxes at a time. And I, the, the girl at the pharmacy said, uh, so you want two boxes? And I was like, nah, I just need the one. That was dumb. That was dumb. And uh, I, it's my fault. And now I'm struggling to find a test anywhere. Nobody has them. But hey, the government's going to make them free. <laughs> so there's that we've got to look forward to. You can't have any because there aren't any to be had, but they're free. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. We got to talk about this guy in Michigan. All right. So a Michigan judge, the story is of course that a Michigan judge has berated a man who has cancer and couldn't keep his yard work up to date. And so now he's being fined and he had to go before the court because a ticket was issued for failing to keep the fence, walkway, sidewalk, or alley free of trees, leaves after the city was made aware of the yard's condition. Okay. And so the son, I guess, is in India, in Bangladesh, who usually takes care of it. He was on the court call, too, with his dad. And the judge... (laughs) Ah, the judge said, told the, the old man, if I could give you jail time, I would. This is embarrassing. Now, the guy is trying to say, hey, I got cancer. I should, I could have kept it up. I didn't do it. I had these cancer treatments. So the world is going to beat up on this judge. And, you know, I guess, yes, that's true. You should beat up on the judge. What kind of person beats up, uh, you know, the old guy with cancer treatments? But then you look at the pictures of the house. And you think, dude, uh, something. Now, maybe the neighbors could have helped out. Maybe he's been a mean guy for all these years and nobody likes him. So nobody's going to help him, you know, trim the bushes and sweep the walk and keep everything because it looks a little rundownish. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. It's not, it's not funny at all. Yes, my name Burhan Uddin Chaudhary. Did Chaudhary. All right. All right. Give a ticket from August 2nd, 2021. 521 for humans. For family to keep the fence, walkway, sidewalk, or alley free of weeds, trees, or other nuisance vegetation. Yeah, it's a nuisance. First effect, civil infraction. You complete responsible. Responsible with an explanation or not responsible. <laughs> Explain what I am a cancer patient, very old man, and I am a cancer patient. I was then very weak and very sick. And this time of rainy season, I cannot look look after this thing. The judge is not having it. If I could give you jail time on this, I would. Holy cow. <laughs> $100 paid by February 1st. You've got to get that cleaned up. 
We better get that cleaned up. Yeah, get that cleaned up, would you, old man? Now the son, I paid the bill, the fine, it's a hundred bucks, but it's been neglected for longer than uh, you know a month or two. It looked really bad, <laughs> so I don't know whose side to be on. I feel bad for the old man because he's got cancer and he's fighting cancer, and the kid ran off to India, so I'm out of here. You're gonna have to suffer yourself back in Michigan. Live it tough. And so I usually take care of it for you, but I'm not doing it anymore. I'm over in India. Have a nice day. And uh, so the old man is, you know, struggling, but nobody can help this guy out. He must not have been a very nice person in the neighborhood because you, you would guess that if you're going through cancer treatment and your son runs off to India, that someone in the neighborhood would help the old guy off. Shabar Chadbury, we would help him out, right? Uh, no, that's the son. Shabir is the son. The old man is Burhan. He's 72 and battling lymph node cancer. So I don't know if he was a good guy or not. It appears that he probably wasn't. So the judge has had enough. And she could put him in jail. She would. I mean, the judge, I guess we have to beat up on the judge for not being a nice person. But a long day of having to put up with these people in front of your court. I mean, you expect everyone to be nice, but, you know, you get the judge just before lunch and uh, she's cranky. She's angry and she's got to put up with this guy who, you know, I'm sorry you got cancer, old man, but. You should be ashamed of yourself. And if I could put you in jail, I would. (laughs) That'll teach you. That'll teach you. You keep the yard clean, okay? Did you see where Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa are splitting? I know. They've been together for a long time. I mean, their story is, you know, Jason was in love with her forever. At least that's the story he told. And uh, they were, I think they were married for five years. They were together for like 17 years and they've got kids, but they're breaking up. It's over. I know it's sad. So apparently, uh, according to Jason uh, on an Instagram post, a revolution is unfolding and our family is of no exception. There you go. Uh, they got two kids. They met in 05, and it's, uh, you know, it's over. They're breaking up. The couple's marriage was ending, but that the love between them carries on, evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived. What the hell does that mean? Wait a minute. Uh, our marriage was ending, but that the love between us carries on evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived we free each other to be who we are learning to become our devotion unwavering to this sacred life and our children okay thanks jason i appreciate it no wonder lisa is leaving you bro (laughs) i mean i know i saw the stories about you and uh, amelia clark Uh, are they dating are they together no You know all that is? That's just promoting the new HBO Game of Thrones 
spinoff uh, House of the Dragon, which is later this year, and I'm looking forward to it. But I mean, there's tons of stories now. We have interviews with Dinklage and Amelia Clark, and now the Momoa story, the divorce story, which is you know huge. But it definitely gives everybody a chance to talk about House of the Dragon on HBO, and everybody wants their piece of the pie for that. So we'll see. But it's sad that uh, you know Jason and Lisa are not together. I mean, uh, their love is carrying on and evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived. We free each other to be who we are learning to become. Our devotion unwavering to this sacred life and our children. I don't know that Jason is microdosing anymore. He might be just full out dosing. Actually, you know what? That doesn't sound like that bad a thing to do. Just start dosing. It could be. <laughs> uh, you can just, just quote me on that. You know what? Just dose me, bro. Just dose me. I want a full dose. I don't want any micro dose. I don't want you to, you know, give a little eyedropper in a, in a shot of water. No, I want the full dose. Just dose me, bro. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I was watching the uh, national championship college football game the other night. Uh, you know, Georgia beat Alabama. Yay. Uh, yeah, it was a fun game to watch. And it was, you know, I guess it's okay for Georgia. They won the national championship. They still uh, did not win the SEC. Alabama won the SEC championship. So anyway, it's, you know, back and forth. Either, neither here nor there. And we're in the NFL playoffs now. I'm excited about that. Some good times in football. College football is over now until next year. Very sad. Uh, I, I really do enjoy college football. Anyway, during the halftime show of the national championship was the new Katy Perry premiere of her video when i'm gone and so i you know i was there and what am i what am, you know what am i gonna do i'm uh you know i'm uh you know in covid land was i in covid land then i don't remember it doesn't matter uh i think i was right because it's monday right so monday was national championships i tested positive on saturday so yeah i was in i was in covid lockdown anyway so i'm you know i'm watching the national championship and i say you know i'll catch the new katie perry i'm not a i'm not opposed to katie perry on my television screen and uh so i watched the video of uh when i'm gone and i thought not really that good i was i don't know that i wasn't i don't know that i was disappointed but i was like eh, it seemed like it seemed like i would uh, I, I I personally expected Katie to do better. I don't know what I expected. I just thought that it would be better. Turns out a lot of people were disappointed with the uh, When I'm Gone video. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's out there everywhere. And she's, you know, obviously posting about it on her Instagram. And she only has about 150 million followers, a little bit more 
than what I have uh, at Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram. And uh, she's got 150 million followers on Instagram. It's also a little bit more than my followings on Twitter at JeffyJFR, uh, my following on my Facebook page, Jeff Fisher Radio, or my getter page uh, at JeffyJFR. A little bit more than than mine. But, and I'll still, I'm still, you know, I'm closing the gap, closing the gap to that 150 million that Katie has. But anyway, uh, it's kind of, I mean, she's, she just had a kid, right? And she's struggling. She's trying to get back to what she had. And, you know, they made a big deal out of it. Man, that's a big showing to premiere during the halftime show of the national championship and then the big YouTube premiere. And so, you know, she's, I mean, she's Katy Perry, right? So we'll see how it goes. But I mean, she, uh, she's been taking a beating on that video. And I just, you know, I find it, I find it funny. That's all. And not in a ha ha funny way, just a, funny way because i remember watching it going hey eh, can you eh, maybe you gotta you know i don't know i don't know but i watched and you know am i gonna turn away when candy shows up on my television screen no I'm not turning away when Hunter Biden stories show up either. So we have uh, My Son Hunter, the movie, coming out very soon. They're busy working on it. We've got to talk to uh, Phelan Mackler again to see how they're doing and what's hitting the cutting room floor for that movie. Uh, we haven't talked to him since before the holidays, so I want to find out how that's going. But we found out yesterday that Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Kathleen Buell, is releasing a new memoir coming out in June. <laughs> The Memoir of Marriage, Addiction, and Healing. The book is going to discuss the heavy toll drug addiction takes on relationships. She's going to uh, release it coming up in June, I think. So that's before the midterm elections. Huh. We'll see how that works out. Um, Hunter Biden spent a couple's money. He spent the couple's money on drugs, alcohol, strippers, and prostitutes and engage in an affair with his, you know, Bo's wife. Of course, Bo was, you know, dead at the time. Um, we all, we know this. So we know a lot of this information is out there. So I'm guessing that the Bidens are just going to go old hat. You know, there's nothing in there that's new. Uh, she's just trying to, you know, grind, uh, you know, salt in the wound. That's all. It's no big deal. Uh, okay. We'll see. Uh, you know, maybe she has a couple of new stories. I'm looking forward to hearing some new stories because I mean, Hunter, bro, he's a partier and he's, I don't know how he's doing these days. I think he's hanging in there. Okay. I know he's got the new wife and the kids, but, uh, I mean, when you are Hunter Biden and used to living, you know, the life with, uh, hookers and crack and booze partying and being left alone in a you know suite for days on end and doing whatever the hell you want to do um <laughs> to give that up is uh tough times tough times so it'd be interesting to see uh see exactly what uh, what comes of this particular book i am looking forward to it though and every time I do a Hunter Biden story now, I think of the cartoon. I think I posted it on my community uh, page on YouTube, Chewing the Fat, uh, 
with Jeff Fisher, my YouTube page, but there's this uh, kid standing in the doorway naked with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and his mom's looking down at him going, no, you're not going as Hunter Biden for Halloween. It's awesome. That kid, I want that kid to be mine. So earlier this week, we found out that Prince Andrew failed in his bid to dismiss the U.S. sexual abuse case that he's got going on with uh, Virginia Guffrey. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know that they can do anything to him. Uh, but there, you know, there's new paperwork that's being released, some sealed documents which are being unsealed. But I see today that Queen Elizabeth has now stripped prince andrew of royal and military titles so before it was hey just go away we don't want to see you you're just over there well i mean now the queen has taken all of the duties back you don't get any of the titles nothing and uh she's gonna go ahead and redistribute to other members of the royal family oh but and he will no longer be able to use his his royal highness in any official capacities he's just a low-life private citizen now no more duke of york <laughs> i guess he i guess you still are the duke of york right no matter what that's just that's bloodline but you don't get any titles nothing that means that you're just a you're just a private citizen i wonder if they're kicking him out of any of the any of the housing, you know, any of the royal housings that he's been uh, holed up in. Wow. I mean, that is not good. Even the mom is like, dude, you, we can't have anything to do with you anymore. It's over. So I wonder if his, remember he was, he was saying that it's not true with uh, Virginia because she was saying that he was sweating all over him. And that can't be true because I can't sweat. So because I can't sweat, the story is a lie. And I was with my daughter, by the way. Uh, during the whole time it was a birthday party and so on the date that you said so the whole thing is bullcrap okay uh not even your mom believes you bro so i don't know i don't know what happens i mean does he fight the case i don't know he's claiming innocence so he didn't come over good on that last interview so he's not one of the kind of people that can win over a crowd uh by speaking so, I mean, he's had a pretty sweet life. And so he's not used to having to, you know, be accounted for. But uh, if he doesn't fight it as a UK resident, I mean, he could just say, I'm not going to cooperate with your trial. And now it's said in all these stories that could be disastrous. I don't know why. If he just says, screw you, I, I've got nothing. I want nothing to do with your US courts. I'm not going to leave the United Kingdom. I am uh, formerly formerly prince andrew and uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give it anything have a nice day why do i need to i don't want to i don't want to settle because i'm innocent and you just go do whatever you're gonna do but you've got nothing to do with me that might be a that might be his best move i mean this is the kind of thing that's gonna bring the royals down right i mean we i think we talked about it before but it's almost time that it's it's over right the queen is gonna be the last one and uh, so Prince Charles can be the, the guy that was supposed to be king, the man who was never king, uh, who was supposed to be king. And so it's over, right? I mean, the United Kingdom could be saying, you know what? Uh, we're done with the royals. We're done with the way this whole thing uh, is. And uh, have a nice day. Uh, when the queen passes away, uh, we're done. You can have that 
little castle over there and you can live there and you can live there because you know we're we're pulling the plug and after that it's over have a nice day it comes back to the state it could be the end i mean maybe maybe harry and megan were right to get the hell out i see they they i see where they're uh, avoid harry wants to avoid the oscars because he doesn't want to run into uh what's her face who played his mom who by the way wasn't even uh nominated for a sag award so he wants to avoid Christian Stewart, who, uh, you know, due to best actress nominee, Christian Stewart, who played his mom in the movie. And he was unhappy with the way she portrayed his mom. I'm told she did a really good job. I have not seen it, but he doesn't want to run into her at the Oscars. Get over it, Harry. No way. No way does Megan let him get away with not going to the Oscars in today's world. She wants back in and she's kind of back in already. Right. I mean, they're talking about moving out of their dump that they live in in Monticello or Montecito. They live in Montecito. Sorry, not Monticello. And uh, they are talking about there's been I see headlines where they're Harry and Meghan are thinking about moving from Montecito. No way. They may they may move, but it's still going to be in Montecito. They just want to move up. They don't like the dump they're living in. They couldn't even do the interviews that they did were in other people's homes at Montecito. They didn't even, they, they walked around their chicken coop in the back of their place. That's it. Anyway, it could be the end of the Royals in the United Kingdom. This Prince Andrew deal and nobody likes Charles. And yeah, I know we like William and Kate, but to have the whole Royals and the queen is just hung on forever. She's not, doesn't seem like she's ever going to pass away. And uh, so it could be the end. That's all I'm saying. It could be the end of the Royals. Speaking of the SAG Awards, I see where uh, Warner Media has topped all companies with 18 nominations across both film and television. And the list of nominees comes from their motion picture arm, Warner Brothers, as well as its cable and streaming divisions, HBO and HBO Max. Plus, Warner Media's tally gets even more added on when you talk about the shows that it produces for other distributors, such as Apple and Netflix, because they produce Ted Lasso and The Kaminsky Method, which, I mean, both are really good. The Kaminsky Method... I really liked a lot. Uh, there's three seasons. It was awesome. Ted Lasso, I have not watched very much of that because I don't have Apple TV. But I'm what I see of it, I enjoyed, and I'm sure it's probably a fun watch. So 26 nominations closes in for the Warner Media total when you add all that in. Netflix has 17 in both television and film categories. Disney has 13 nominations, and that's because of Hulu and Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, you know, there's SAG Awards are there. We'll be interesting. We'll break down. I don't want to have to go through all these actors and actresses today because I can't, uh, I just can't bring myself to do it because I started to go through it earlier today and I got angry at uh, some of, like, oh, there's no way. I mean, there's such, a, I don't know who's going to win. Like the outstanding performance of a male actor in a comedy series. Michael Douglas, Kaminsky Method. Okay. Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso. Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building. Jason Sudeik, Ted Lasso. All of those shows are awesome. Again, I haven't seen very much of Ted Lasso, but, you know, the the world 
thinks it's great. Well, that doesn't mean it is. I know. But only in Murders in the Building were awesome, really fun. And What's-Her-Face got the boot. She didn't get... uh... (laughs) That's what everybody thought. I'm telling you, that's why. What's-Her-Face from uh, Only Murders in the Building? Selena Gomez. She didn't get any nominations. She was overlooked because, I'm telling you, I couldn't figure out during the whole show whether she was acting that bad or whether it was that bad because she was okay it was just a weird role and you know i enjoyed it i enjoyed the heck out of it but does she get an award for it (laughs) not from the sag she doesn't so that's the way it goes and i see where major league baseball congratulations to rachel balkovec yes rachel balkovec she's the first female baseball manager and it's for the new york yankees well they're low a affiliate the tampa tarpons that's in of course tampa florida their stadium is right across from uh, raymond james stadium by the way she's the first female skipper in affiliated baseball history so congratulations we finally 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 got a woman managing a baseball team so that's good and that's great for her congratulations oh and uh, we have uh, a new uh, houses of the hoity-toity I don't have any, I don't have any real music yet. I haven't come up with anything. So it's just houses of the hoity-toity. And this is actually houses of the hoity-toity that isn't a house. So Eric Schmidt, who I love, uh, former CEO executive of Google. Oh, you love him? Why don't you marry him? Okay. I mean, I really like Eric Schmidt. All right. He was the former CEO of Google and he paid, he bought this place. It was up for sale since 2018 for $150 million, okay? So it's Paul Allen, founder of Microsoft, the late Paul Allen, uh, co-founder of Microsoft. He bought the property. It's a 120-acre property in Beverly Hills, okay? Uh, he wanted They wanted to sell it for $150 million. Yeah, Eric, uh, he went ahead and bought it. It's called Enchanted Hill. Yeah, he bought it for $65 million. But it's undeveloped. It's just Beverly Hills land, collected dust. But he got it for $65 million. So that's great and good for him. It comes with uh, views of the ocean and the Los Angeles basin. It could be, it could be developed into, you know, this compound. But, you know, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's 100. <laughs> Eric is like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll give you 65 million. And I barely want to do that, but I'll give it to you. And then uh, you can, you know, do what you want with it. Okay. It was previously the home of a uh, 20 room Wallace Neff designed mansion built in the 20s. And uh, so when. Uh, Allen paid $20 million for the site in the 1990s. He tore down the Marion home and had plans to build his own compound, but he just never did. He died a few months after putting the property on the market because he just didn't have, knew he was sick and he wasn't going to be able to do anything for it. So Eric has bought the, bought the place for $65 million. That adds to his uh, California home portfolio. He spent $61.5 million for a Bel Air estate that served as the longtime home of uh, Baron Hilton. Uh, Back in 2020, he and his wife purchased a state in Montecito. Uh, I bet you that place is nicer than Meghan and Harry's. That was for 30. Oh, yeah. 
That one was $30.8 million. Megan and Harry only paid like fourteen. It's like a trailer. Mr. St- <laughs> so, Houses of the Hoity Toity. Eric Schmidt bought a piece of land. Congratulations. So, I got an email from uh, Allison. She sent the email to chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Thank you. And you can send emails there as well. But uh, she sent me this email saying that... Uh, you know, this came to her phone and she wanted to share because it's a, you know, it's a definitely a, a money-making idea. So I guess this is a text now. I have not received this yet. I'm a little disappointed that they haven't texted me with this. The text says, greetings. I hope you are having a good day. We're Wolverine FLL Club, the $1.050 billion jackpot winner of the Mega Millions Powerball in 2021. We are donating $50,000 to 300 randomly selected individuals. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we've decided to help. We will send $50,000 to you as one of the 300 recipients. Your full name should be texted to Mr. Spellman at this number. A 619-928-4129 number in order for the agent in charge to verify slash claim your winnings. We won something similar sometime last year, and we decided to give back to the community. But many scammers took advantage of it. So this time around, we're using ID.me to claim your funds. We would need to verify the identity of anyone we would be giving money to. So text Mr. Spellman now and your ID card data and image to get your get you verified so you may access your money. Yeah, how about uh no? <laughs> I mean it sounds I want to say, you know, why not just text, uh, you know, dear old Mr. Spellman and have him, you know, wire you the 50,000 cuz it is only 50,000. He makes big st- statements about the billion one and how they're giving away uh you know 50,000 to as 300 people and you were just fortunate enough to be one of the 300 so it's only 50,000 but you're going to send all your information to dear old Mr. Spellman um again I say how about no uh, just another scam beware, beware I get those texts and emails uh frequently I have not seen that one though it would seem I mean that's a that's a pretty relative easy scam because it's not too much money. 50 grand is like you're, you're, you know, that sounds like, well, yeah, somebody could do that. I hear people giving away tens of thousands of dollars every day. That could actually happen. And so you just send all your information in and, uh, I don't think, and I'm just, you know, look, if you're Mr. Spellman and you're giving away that money, bless your heart. But if you're not, and you're Mr. Spellman, and you're just out to scam people, you bastard. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.